0: <laughs> Hello, Josh Hi, god. Elizabeth
1: Oh, Alan, I miss Hi. you Everybody, this is Elizabeth Wheelis She's one of our producers Hi. now What? <laughs> and she looks like Miss America Oh my god Thank I know, <laughs> I know, you're welcome And Alan, I love your graduation <laughs> cap
0: Thank you I There's probably more in here
1: but That's, Let's there, stick with this one Oh, wow. Oh, oh, okay. Wrong year. Wrong year. You're Two
2: years late, but that's okay.
1: Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I never graduated college. <laughs> I dropped out. Oh, wow. That's not a graduation cat. That's a silly, silly kitten or a monkey. It's a graduation cat. Oh, it's a graduation cat. Um, well, first of all, tonight's a special night because you know what we're doing? We're bringing back Josh Swallow's healthy shit. Thank you, Elizabeth. Uh, So you all know, on Instagram during prom, I started swallowing healthy shots um, and doing my reactions to these healthy shots, and it became very popular, and that's actually where Josh Swallows Broadway came from. And so, this is the thing for our patreons. Now, first, a special shout out to some new patreons: Christina Francis, and Dina Zucker. Zucker, I wanna pucker. And Britt, don't know your last name, but Britt. But finally, when you sign up for a certain level of Patreon, you get a healthy shot in your honor. So this is for Sam and David Natala, David Rimmer. Josh Harris in Texas runs a theater, but I'm not done. Ty Williams, Liz Goldenberg, Rebecca. McMurro and brie mccrary and here i go josh swallows healthy shit now this is a ginger shot and i'm really terrified but we're living in times of love and cholera so why not (laughs) okay um oh god does your kiddo want to watch me die. He can't hear you. It's
0: all in here. So okay, good. Do, Get out of your here, free. kid.
1: You're better off. Alright, it's a ginger shot. Let's see.
0: That's disgusting, by the way.
1: Oh, oh my god! Oh my god, it's
3: burning so bad! Oh my. That was a huge
4: shot. Why did you fuck it all?
1: Oh it tastes like cancer. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> that causes... That causes... <laughs> oh, my God. That's some COVID shit. Oh, my God. That was so bad. ISIS is going to claim credit for it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They killed No, that's okay. Listen, that is some fake-ass news. Anybody who's taking ginger shots and says it's healthy... Those are the anti-mask people. Um, those are the anti-mask people. So listen, Patreon folk, thank you for supporting me and giving me a healthy shot of ginger. And I hate you. And um, if you, you want to support, vodka? um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but um, if any, if you want to support the show, we are in the midst of getting ready for season two. You can join us at Patreon.com slash Joss Broadway, and if not, that's still cool. You're still nailing it, and we love you. Um, in the meantime, tonight's show is really cool because the class of twenty twenty got fucked. Right, like they got fucking screwed. Yeah, right? I. Are you talking to us? Are you just? Yeah, I'm talking to, I'm talking to oh, you. Oh, okay, okay. no, yeah. you're talking.
5: <laughs> the i feel bad yes. i i know so many graduates who just sat in their cap and gown in their office with lights behind them and just like said thanks for graduating after <laughs> like 16 years of their life just
1: i'm like i at least can get an audition after all this you know but everybody else is like so i did my showcase and now no agencies are taking new clients anyway I um, was inspired by my friend, Alex Wise, who is a friend of the show and he's been on the show a bunch. And um, he tweeted something about being sick of seeing the same fucking people over over and over and over and over and over again during this time of love and cholera. And I was like, fucking right. Why aren't we seeing the class of 2020? Why aren't we seeing the next generation? And so what if we see the next generation? And so that's what we're doing tonight. And Yay. so, uh, Elizabeth, Alan, thanks for making this happen. The best producers in the world. And without further ado, let's bring on the next generation. Welcome Yay. to Josh Swallow's Broadway. <laughs> what is a- going? Hi. Hi, Hi, everyone. Holy shit. Uh, hey, Michael, you have your cap on. Michael. Oh sad. Did my cap is up there. Where
4: is We don't even get one? You, get them.
1: <laughs> you all didn't get a cap? We didn't know. We don't get yeah. them. You didn't even get instructions on how to make one, like with <laughs> tears. And... I have my
4: high school one. I don't even have my high school one. <laughs>
5: I don't have my I high school
1: my one cap. either. I got my cat mailed to me
5: the day before the graduation ceremony happened literally like the head evening head. before.
1: Okay, that, now let's <laughs> let's go down the line. I'm going to start with Shan. Shan?
4: Yes. Hey Hello. friend, how are you? Hi, how are you?
1: I'm fucking great. I'm so happy that you're here.
4: Me you too. I'm so uh, happy to be here. I'm so I, stoked.
1: I think that you're an awesome artist.
4: Thank you.
1: Um, I love your energy. Uh, where are you from? I am originally from Boston, Massachusetts. And where'd you go to school?
4: Um, like high school or college?
1: College. Fuck I- high school. High school's <laughs> trauma. <laughs>
4: hey, um, I did two years at Marymount Manhattan College, and then I finished up at the Institute for American Musical Theater.
1: Where's that at?
4: Um, it is, right now we're in Washington Heights.
1: Okay, so it's still in New York. Yeah. Okay. 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 I got you. You were like, fuck downtown. I'm going to the Cloisters. Yeah, pretty much. That's rad. Well, and when was your graduation ceremony supposed to be?
4: May 19th was our final showcase and the 20th was supposed to be our graduation.
1: Jesus. Okay. Okay. Rad. And Rebecca, where are you from?
4: So I'm from Cleveland, Ohio.
2: And um, I went to AMDA first, two years. Uh, I went there. And then I was just like, I still need to learn more. So then I found this little school, also the Institute for American Musical Theater. We recently, and then we graduated We're also supposed to have that. And we, we didn't. What?
1: Did you two go to school together? Yeah. yeah. Stop, Stop it. <laughs> no, really? Yeah. Uh-uh. You, oh, we that's so funny. In-
2: we were planning on doing Apex Predator together at our final oh, showcase. What is oh, Apex
1: wow. Predator? From Mean the, Girl Girls. Oh, I was the, like. Predator. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I was like, is this a new, like, version <laughs> of, like, working out? Like a new. <laughs> anyway, I was like, that doesn't sound fun to me. But good for you, Apex <laughs> Predator. Living your life. And Michael.
0: I am from Paducah, Kentucky. And I graduated from Ball State University in Indiana.
1: Boston University oh, no. in Indiana.
0: Ball State, like oh, get ball. <laughs> After four years of college, still uh, need to put that diction to good use. Obviously,
1: no, no, dude. We're we're on the internet, but I do wish there was a Boston <laughs> University in Indiana, and they're like, we're the better one. There is a.
0: There is a Miami University in Ohio, which is pretty... pretty
1: What? And Miami, Ohio.
0: So, You go to the real Miami or the one in Ohio?
1: They have to be flat earthers. (laughs) (laughs) Because that doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) The entire town is flat earthers. Miami, Ohio. (laughs) And when did you say your graduation was supposed to be?
0: May 2nd.
1: May 2nd. Yep. Anna?
6: Yes. I am from Gainesville, Florida.
1: The land of crocodile.
6: land (laughs) of alligator and the swamp. And I am currently here, and I graduated from Zoom University. Just kidding. I graduated from Texas State University. Um, May 14th, Caitlin, who's the head of our program, um, was so kind, and she was like, you know, you can decorate. I literally have it up here. Um, you can decorate like a cardboard cap or your high school cap. And we're just going to hop on Zoom with our families and and graduate. And Gavin Creel was our commencement speaker. And he said really sweet things. And we all sobbed for an hour.
1: He's oh. a lovely, lovely man.
6: An amazing, amazing human. We were you know, sleeping. That's the whole
1: time. The whole My time. Broadway debut was Hair. And we did it together. <laughs> and here's a Gavin Creel fun fact. His gas smells worse than anything on the planet to the point that I told him he needed to see a doctor. Probably oh. because he eats healthy, No, I don't know what it is. He doesn't necessarily eat healthy. He's just one of those natural skinny people. But I was like, there is a Dybbuk, which is you know Hebrew Yiddish for like an evil entity um, <laughs> living inside your bottom, Gavin Creel, <laughs> and you need a doctor. And he went to one and nothing, it was all natural. He just has a demon living inside his bottom. But i am he is very inspiring and yeah. I do love him. Yeah. And Evan, how you doing, Hi. Evan? I'm doing okay. I'm
5: doing all right.
1: Now these red curtains behind you, are you at Ripley Greer? No, uh- I am not.
5: I am not. I am in my house. And, and Utica, New York.
1: <laughs> and your parents were that supportive. They were like, Evan, we love you. We believe in you. And we've created a theater yeah, in so the so West we Wing. A
5: nice uh, Ripley Greer mock-up here. No, actually, uh, I had to do my senior recital, which is like a uh, short little concert kind of thing um, in order to get my degree. Normally, uh, we would do those live in front of an audience of about like 50 to 100 people. Um, and I had to do it right here in front of this lovely red curtain backdrop in my living room.
1: So, you know, I watched
5: it. Oh yeah, you did? Yeah. I,
1: I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. No. So that's what
5: this was for.
1: <laughs> well, that's what this show is for, to celebrate yeah. the five of you and the countless others that graduated this year because what a crazy time. Yeah. Um,
4: yeah.
1: And the most important thing for me to let you all know is how valued you are in this community because everything went on pause. And then it's like, so what do I do? I can't stay in the dorm. So what do I do? I guess I go home. I guess I get an apartment, but I can't have a job. Like, what do I do? And how do I get an agent like my showcase? Why did I do my showcase? But I want you to know that you're not fucking forgotten. Everybody is talking about you all. Everybody is loving you all. And this is just the beginning. And it's also weird for everybody because fucking everything's on hold, right? Rebecca what was it like for you um kind of going through the realizations of everything that we just sort of talked about
2: oh my word I don't even know where to start because the first like the week I was out of school the week before we like were gone gone because I was having like really bad allergies and I was sick so nothing like I just had a cold and so nothing was really hitting me or understanding what was going on um And then school was just like, so we're, we're gonna, um, we're gonna, we're gonna call it a week early of break. And so break went from being two weeks of stream break to three weeks. And I'm like, okay, um, it's going to be fine. And then, um, I work, I work for Mean Girls. I'm an usher there. And then they, I got that notification like, okay, so we're not, you're not going to work tonight. And I was just like, Okay, so no school and no work. And those are my two loves of my life. Like I love to go to work. Um and I I love to go to school. Like those are my two biggest joys in my world. So I kind of just sat there like, okay, it's gonna be fine. It has to be fine. Um, I'll just go home for a couple weeks, um, like a week earlier than planned, and then and then I'll 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 come back to New York and I'll be fine.
6: Yeah.
2: And then Two weeks turned into a month, and then a month turned into a whole summer, and it's hard to process. Like, I've had moments where I'm like, it's gonna be great. We're gonna do fine, and then some nights I will literally cry in bed, and I'm like, I miss Broadway. I miss New York. I miss just walking through the city and just, like, smelling all the crap that New York City smells like, but, like, then finding the fresh air moments and just you know, just, like, that lifestyle that you had, like, you had that one lifestyle that you lived by, and then you're just like, oh, okay, you're not, you're not doing that lifestyle anymore. You're on pause. Yeah. And you don't know what to do
1: everything. Michael, what about you? So,
0: I, I realized this, I guess, soon after that I was one of The lucky ones of all of this, um, my showcase was the first week of March. So we went through our showcase week and I was blessed and fortunate enough to get to have my meetings and sign with someone um, from showcase. So it was the week after that we got back and... For me, what affected me the most was, like, my friends or my family. Like, and we, as I can probably speak for all of us and say, we probably would not have gotten through school without each other. And just, like, not being able to see them and not even getting to have a proper goodbye with anyone, I think was the biggest thing for me, because I care about, like, all of my friends so much, and I love my class, and it was just so... It was so hard, like, saying goodbye and then not realizing that you're even saying goodbye. There are some people that I didn't even get. They're just like, we just left. And that was it. Yeah. We tried to, like, you know, hang out on Zoom. And, oh, my God, trying to do, pause, trying to do school on Zoom sucks. It was awful. And I was one of those people who waited to take some gen eds. I am not ashamed, although I am a little bit. And I was trying to take math.
1: Math. Not math.
0: Over the internet. Not math. And I tried that one semester before and it did not work out. And I would literally have like, I would wake up in the middle of the night at like 2 a.m. Like like legitimately I woke up at 2 a.m. and I was like, I'm gonna fail this math test and I'm gonna fail out of college. And I studied from two to five, from two to five. I I think I miss the graduation services the most. Um, I am a first-gen college grad, so I was really, really, really looking forward to that so much. Like, that's that been one of the driving forces for me to graduate. And so I think, because before I was like, oh, I don't really want to walk. Like, it's just, like, too much. And then it was, like, the moment it was gone, I was just like, oh, fuck, like, I, that's the one. Like that's the thing that I I've been striving for for four years, and so my school did a, a, an awesome job of like you know trying to do something like over Zoom. But I think like for me, I'm gonna whenever I can. If it's twenty years from now, I will walk across a stage in this little old town of Indiana, and I will have that satisfaction and that feeling. I think missing out, missing out on that particular moment and just knowing what that feels like is what I missed out on the most.
1: Michael, you still fucking graduated. You are still that fucking person that did it. I am so proud of you. And also listen, I'm a big believer in compare and despair. Everybody in this, in this room Right now, it's going to get their chance too. But you getting an agent, that is something to celebrate. Alan, my love, my life, Elizabeth, can we please just show a little bit of what Michael can do as soon as you get a second? Because it is pretty, pretty incredible.
0: Um, a Thursday, we're gonna get a shop. Get you the right
1: if somebody danced and sang like that to me i would willingly <laughs> bathe my mother for the rest of my life if that was the price i'd be like fine Fine and mom, I love you, mom. That's not a diss. I'd bathe you anyway. That's so gross. Mom, ignore that I ever said that. <laughs> um Michael, that's fucking phenomenal. Thank you. I am so proud of you. And nothing, none of this takes away from what you fucking accomplished. And I know from your social media that you got a gig lined up when all of this is is over.
0: I do. I signed it today. Tell us. I'm going to Florida. I'm performing at the Broadway Palm in Port Myers. And I'm doing Mamma Mia and Holiday Inn, which is literally my favorite show. And I only have a Broadway HD account, so I can watch it. You can ask <laughs> anyone who I'm friends with. I've seen it. Probably over fifty times, and I'm understudying uh, Ted, which is Corbin Blue's part, and I'm super stoked to learn the track. And it's I, I am so like that's just like
1: oh Corbin Blue. I told
0: myself when I was a sophomore that whenever I graduated that I was going to do that show, and it's happening regardless of COVID, COVID. I'm just get the fuck out of here.
1: Listen. <laughs> The results are always out of our hand. Mm-hmm. The success is showing up prepared, passionate, and present, which all of us do. But the results coming in favorably like that are something special to be celebrated, and I'm fucking proud of you. Thank you. I- and uh, Rebecca, to go back to you, something that means a lot to me is the prom. Um, the prom changed my life. It changed a lot of lives. And, uh, you know, as a queer person who grew up without the internet, really, until college, um, it felt very lonely. And so to get to meet a lot of people and also to have the discussion, nobody, I did not know what trans slash non-binary was till about five years ago. You know, like, this is all this was not around during the 90s. It was, but it wasn't talked about. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And so when I got to see you doing Emma singing, you know, Just Breathe, it just made me want to go like, hey, Telsey, see her for the tour. (laughs) So, Alan, when you're ready, I just want to see some of her doing Breathe so I can swoon a little bit because it makes Just acting beats, acting beats for days and just a beautiful, lovely voice. It's just incredible. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, this is what moves me. Like y'all are the new generation. (laughs) Did you get to see Prom? I saw it one too many times. That makes
2: me so happy. I think I saw it a total of like six times. That that. Yeah, that was one of my biggest like I kept on bringing friends. I was like, who who wants to go? Who wants to go like really quick like we're going to go like who wants to go stand outside? Who wants to go rush it? Like let's go. And that show like it it opened my eyes to that world, the LGBTQ world and find love and respect for them. And I was able to Granted, I wasn't able to connect exactly the way Emma did, but I found my own connection and how I could relate, relate to her. And same with Alyssa and, and like, yeah, I mean,
1: that's yeah, well, so much for me. And it- this, <laughs> The show is all about learning how to be yourself authentically mm-hmm. and saying, fuck it. Yeah. And that. <laughs> that's hard for all humans. Um, bravo. And Anna... Like a we have so many friends in common that I had no idea until I posted the advertisements of the show. I and then know. they were like, whoa, you know Anna. So um beautiful. like let me just say, like, I lived for your Esmeralda. Did you do this at college?
6: Yes. I did it my junior year at Texas State.
1: And this is in Austin.
6: This is not San Marcos,
1: so it's, San Marcus. Cool. it's in San Antonio. Oh my gosh. I'm yes. so jealous. I can't even breathe.
6: Teeny little town, great humans, um, super open-minded, like very good. Cause I was nervous going to Texas. Yeah.
1: I was nervous um, hearing the word Texas.
6: Yeah. I was definitely nervous and I live in the crackhead state. I live in Florida anyways, but Texas is like yeehaw land, like king of the yeehaw. So I was
1: a little bit nervous. Yeah. Um, and at least and you could wonderful. like. Teach alligators to sick people like right. hey gator go sick the crazy Texan. Um Alan, can I see some Esmeralda please? Uh-
6: We
0: all are worth children of God when you get out. Get out.
1: Come on. A, a solid, beautiful belt. My fucking college shows sucked. Many I went to that's okay. no, no, I went to the university of the arts no offense. And I hosted their senior showcase this year. And in the script, a PS I dropped out in the script. It said, like, I had to say lines, like <laughs> I had to say lines. Like when I graduated and came to New York and I was like, literally in the rehearsal in front of all the kids, I was like, um, I didn't graduate. I dropped out. And I hung out in Philly and started acting there and like got my equity card and shit. They were like, "Uh, just say what you want. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to say what I want. Um, we did weird romance. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Probably not. It's not a good show. Anyway. Um, we did that and you all did good shows. So anyway, you got it really good. And Hey Shan, how you doing, Shan? Hey. How's it going? You, I'm just obsessed with you.
4: <laughs> Sorry, there are fireworks happening outside. I live in Harlem. It's fine. What's
1: amazing is that it happened right when you went. So it's it sounded like it came out of your mouth, like it was some special trick that like <laughs> the new generation's supposed to have. <laughs> like if you want to be in Hamilton, you also have to make bomb sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah tell me about your journey, my friend.
4: um I mean, I did two years of Marymount Manhattan College because I wanted the like typical college experiment experience I don't know how to say words um, but I wanted like the the dorms and the campus and like to be in
1: New York. I wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> What Every are they night. celebrating? It's the seventeenth. I don't. Every night is it? Maybe it's a month. Jewish holiday that I forgot about, like Purim. Maybe they're <laughs> celebrating Purim.
4: Like, oh what are you celebrating? I don't know. I'm just trying to sleep. Um, but when I went to Marymount, like I was a um a playwriting major, actually. <laughs> I hate
1: this. It's hilarious and it's actually very on brand with my show. Okay, great. embrace
4: it. But I was a playwriting major because I didn't get accepted into Marymount's musical theater program twice. Um, And after the second rejection, I was like, all right, something's got to give. I'm going somewhere else. I can't be here anymore. I don't want to be at this school anymore. Like... I could go on about, uh, my poor experience at Marymount, but for my own sake, I'm not going to do that.
1: (laughs) All right. Um,
4: But then, um, I found the Institute for American Musical Theater. And honestly, it showed up right when I needed it. Cause when I first moved to New York, I definitely wouldn't have gotten, gotten accepted. Because during my time at Marymount, I found my incredible voice coach, Sarah Ford, um, and then who introduced me to Andrew Drost, who owns the Institute for American Musical Theater, who is another amazing, amazing voice coach. Oh my God. I don't know where I would be without his guidance and his like genius.
1: I don't know where we would be either. And I mean, like <clears throat> you need to be seen for, um, for what's it called the uh, uh, Jagged Little Pill. Alan, when you are ready, I mean, you're perfect for the show. <laughs> Does she see?
4: Perfect for that show. I want to, Oh my gosh. I would love to be Joe and play Joe the way that they are supposed to be played because Joe is trans in Boston. Joe is still trans. Joe is trans.
1: What is it like being a trans performer?
4: Very hard. Um, the amount of times I've gotten misgendered in the room when my pronouns are on my resume is disgusting. Um, I encourage everybody to put their pronouns in their resume like wherever like I just encourage everyone to do that just because it makes trans people's lives so much easier and it's like takes 2 seconds to do um but it's it's really hard and uh, yeah it it it's just it, I think about it a lot That's and true. I really want to pave the way for not only myself but for other queer, trans and non-binary people in this industry.
1: Fucking absolutely. And we're going to touch more on that. But, uh, first I need to talk to my friend, Evan. Evan, (laughs) your video gave me so much shivers. (laughs)
6: Um,
1: Oh, thank you. (laughs) Like, what is your connect? Like, do you feel super connected with Reeve Carney and, uh, (laughs) <laughs> like his kind of world. Do you make your own music?
5: I do. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So actually I graduated from NYU. I forgot to mention that earlier. Um, and yeah, I think that was something that before I went to NYU, I was super into like writing my own music, playing different types of genres and really figuring that out. I was in a few bands in high school actually. And then I went to college and I was like, all right, I got to be like full, musical theater mode, and now I have to do the Broadway, you know, and uh, I noticed as I tried to do that, that that was like less and less authentic to like who I was. So obviously, I have so much passion, so much love for musical theater. So I think that that kind of came about trying to find a way I could blend both of those worlds together. And the sound came out, and I was like, this, this is exactly what
1: I want to do. Well, you know, you touched on something that's really fucking important, like I spent years trying to be whatever I thought they wanted me to be. Oh, for sure. And fuck that noise. Be yourself. Compare and despair. If they want somebody else, that's not personal. They wanted somebody else. When they want you, it is because there is nobody that can do what you do. There is nobody who has lived the life that you've lived. Bring what you have, what your story is to every role and that is what makes you unique. I'm a big com- I'm a big um believer in make your own work. Yeah. Make your own work. Because I am looking at these five boxes of beautiful, incredible talent the next fucking generation and it's your stories that I want to hear. But before I hear your stories, Evan, I wanna I wanna hear you do some Hades turn. Throw <laughs> <laughs> it up. Mine is mine's diggers and graves. They
5: bowed down to Hades who gave them work. And they bowed down to Hades who made them swear he paid them their wages and set them about digging dredging and dragging the depths of the earth to turn its insides out singing la 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 la
1: I mean, I will pay your bills to come sing to me at night. It can be socially distanced on my fire escape. I will pay your bills. I'll take you up on that offer. And I never told that to Reeve. I never told that to Reeve. I told, I said, Reeve, no, not you, but Evan, Yes. Um, but then again, your bills are probably more affordable than Reeves. So that is another reason why I said it. No offense. (laughs) Although, Um, you know, yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm just obsessed. Oh shit. I'm really sorry. Um, I'm getting a message from my wonderful producer, Alan, that my internet is cutting out and that I'm freezing. He's going to take me out of the room. um, but I'm gonna be right back in a second. We're just gonna fix it. It happens, it's the internet. Okay.
6: Adios.
3: (laughs) 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 So I've been watching. Hi, and it's okay. If I put my glasses on, right? I've been watching all y'all, and I say that I've been inspired by what I'm hearing. Josh had asked me if I would come and surprise y'all, and I know that that each and every one of you have been handed a big old. It's been a kind of a pile of crap this 2020, but I'm here to tell you, you are the next generation. You are and we're counting on you, <laughs> okay? We are counting on you. By the way, this is Kristen Chenoweth here, and I just, wanna, I just wanna tell y'all this, 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 so much, and so hard, and so deep. I didn't know I was on. Okay, now I'm gonna shut up. Can I, can I just hear from y'all? Can I just hear from y'all? I wanna hear. You know, not about me. I just want to, I just want to hear. Huh?
6: I don't even know what to say. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been listening to you on Spotify since I was like eight. Like, this does not feel real. Lilo. I never thought in a
3: million years, this would happen. <laughs> I'm so happy I could surprise you. I was thinking about how I would have felt during this time if I was, you know at this exactly pinnacle mo- moment for y'all and you know it's it's tough times but again i'm just repeating myself and this time with a mask i'm saying <laughs> it's up to you guys and and i will i along will right there to hold your hand be there as needed and i encourage you to listen to what josh said about I have, let me tell you how many no's I've had towards me. I'm I'm talking about my career, okay? Talking about my career. It's never an automatic. And lots of times, sounding like Betty Booth and being 4'11", I thought was going to hurt me. And you know what? There are parts I did not get because of certain things. There are parts I still do not get because of certain things. I'm trying my best, just like you guys, to create my work and to put all of it in all every all the feels, as you guys say, all the feels into and to the art. And I just send you love and just know that I'm I'm watching <laughs> and I'm very proud.
0: Oh my god. Thank you. Oh my my God, literally, literally. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm not gonna have this opportunity again, so I just need to say that your work on Glee was just incredible. Was incredible for all of us out here to say. When you showed up on Glee, the show got <laughs> way better. And I want you to remember that Michael Corey Hassel said that to you on this day at 9:44 p.m. with Christy
3: Chenoweth. Thank you,
0: Michael. True. <laughs> i know i know bitch I, okay. <laughs> Thank
3: you. gosh i couldn't believe when ryan murphy uh gave me the scraps doing fishing daisies at the time y'all and he gave me the script and he said and we had not aired i didn't know if it was going to be you know what it was going to be but i knew that i knew april Rhodes was you know like mind. <laughs> I, I, I reach out to me to play the John Casvim. But once I once I got into my brain what he was doing and saying, I thought I would be, well, first of all, he wrote it for me. And again, I was like, why are you writing me why you writing? But again, he was writing. I'm so lucky that I had somebody writing for me. And you know what? Look at Lynn Manuel. Okay. Oh. He's like, okay, you guys aren't gonna cast me. Pause while I write my own shit. Okay? Right. So you guys are a step ahead of me, in fact, because you guys are already getting that, I, and I'm just, first of all, thank you, Michael, and thank you guys for what you said, but I just want you to know that I'm still learning. I'm still getting it, too. I'm, I was rehearsing yesterday, socially distanced with my piano player and trying to figure out how does it work without a live audience for someone? Like, you guys feel me, right? Like, yes. Well, cool. um, there are shows, as you know, being canceled Broadway's. We're probably to be realistic looking at about a year. So what are you going to do during this year, you guys? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to talk about, learn music, motorcycle, learn music, and, and write. I'm going to try, but I also am going to give myself a break and take this for what it means for you. I'm going to give myself a break if it's if I sit down at the piano or I sit down to write and it doesn't happen. Okay? So don't put too much pressure on yourself that, well, when will I ever get this opportunity? It better happen now. I want to relieve you of that. You guys feel what I'm saying? Yes. I, I give you permission not to be inspired 24-7. Okay. Yeah, thank well, you. you are, have that journal ready, have that guitar ready, have the ready, have your lyrics ready. You see what i There's, a, it's always like there's a paper due. There's a paper due. What am I gonna do during COVID? What am I gonna do during all of this that's going on in our world? Listen more, speak less, and when you speak, make it count.
6: Yes. I love that. Praise I love God, you. God is a woman, and it is Kristen channeling. <laughs> I, I love you guys. Yeah, you're
5: great. Oh, thank, yeah. you guys. thank you.
0: Thank you!
3: Thank you, it's Thank it's you so it. much! Thank you so much! Yes, That's incredible! Well, Thank you. Thanks for inspiring me.
4: i have had an attempt to get out of here. Wish me luck. Since I didn't know- Exactly. Man, <laughs> Oh my God! Hey,
1: hey! Can you guys hear me now?
5: Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 my. It.
1: Oh, that was so <laughs> crazy. Anyway, I. Sorry about that. Um, my computer, anyway, I'm glad to be back. I'm sorry that I was gone for so long. Um, but hey, hey, did you all have a good conversation while I was gone? Yeah. You did. Yeah. Yeah. My upper lip is a good I've been planning that for so fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> that is such an evil like laugh. I know, that's the best thing. But honestly, like... Miss, Miss Kristen Chenoweth is one of the most incredible people, most incredible humans on the planet. And I echo what that brilliant, kind, compassionate, empathetic woman and artist says. Tomorrow, if you wake up and you need to just cry in the kitchen, you're nailing it. Tomorrow, if you wake up and you're feeling so motivated that you gotta go write something or tap or sing the fuck out of something, you are nailing it. Tomorrow, if you are feeling so fucking sad and so fucking down because our world is so on fucking fire right now and I am pissed off a lot. You are fucking nailing it. And if you feel like you can't reach out to somebody, but you just send them a text saying, hey, I'm pissed off, the world's crazy, but I'm thinking about you, you're nailing it. And if you reach out to the entire world feeling great, you're nailing it. You are doing everything right. And for now on... You now have a new friend in New York City. Forever. You have me. Forever. Welcome to the Broadway community. Welcome to your life. And by the Broadway community, that does not mean Broadway, Broadway, Broadway. That means we are fucking artists. We are artists. We make art for ourselves. As you can see with COVID, everything goes away. Every show closes. I've had shows that were the worst experiences of my life, working with abusive people to the point that I will never recover from them. I'm talking PTSD yet while working my dream job. Broadway does not equal happiness. Art is for us. Art is essential. Today I had an appointment at my psychiatrist's office in Washington Square Park, and there's this incredible pianist. If you look him up on Instagram, I think it's called like how did it get there or something like that? And he literally brings grand pianos all over the city and plays. And he's remarkable. And what he does is he lets you lie underneath the piano in sterilized like bedding while he plays. And last night I had a Facebook argument with somebody that I don't know who said, Artists are not essential. And meanwhile, the icon next to the artist looks like a mime, a fucking mime. And while I agree, maybe mimes aren't totally essential right now. um, No offense to the mime community. But while laying underneath a goddamn grand piano in Washington Square Park, art is essential. Art is essential to each and every one of us. Art is what keeps me going when life says stop. We are a community, and as you go on, remember, all of us, we are not each other's competition. If they want somebody, they want somebody. And if it's not us, that sucks. But it's not us. They just want them and we are not each other's competition. We are each other's community. We picked a hard ass profession so fucking hard that you joined it during the depression of 2020 in times of love and cholera, (laughs) you know, like here we are while the world is exploding. But here we are. And like we said at Groundhog Day, where the set never fucking worked, and where our set was topped up for winter firewood, real fucking quick. Thanks, Evan Hansen. Find a higher tree! That's right, I said it. Oh. <laughs> I said it. I fucking said it. Speaking of, my darling Astrid, who is the star of Come From Away, she plays uh, Beulah, my favorite character. She's one of my favorite actors in the world. She's been watching and commenting the entire time. Um, You have people in your corner. Um, We are all one. Look, there she is again. Um... (laughs) So, evil laugh, kindest heart. I, I love you, Astrid. God, I can't wait to see you again after all this shit. Um, so, march on. But as we said at Groundhog's Day, champions, adjust. Keep adjusting. And to all of you at home, thank you so much for tuning in, for celebrating the next generation of fucking broadway the class of 2020 i am in love with you all and uh have a great night we're not doing weekly shows anymore but tune in we're going to be doing a lot more support of individual artists on our live streams including celebrating the world of musical improv what that's right musical improv where teams improvise 30 minute musicals. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? I know it's crazy. Anyway, we're going to attempt to do a show on it, but uh, we are getting ready to start making season two of Josh Swallows Broadway. Thanks to our Patreon supporters. You too can contribute at patreon.com slash Josh Swallows Broadway. Don't worry. You don't have to. We're still going to be making content and that content is available for fucking everyone. <laughs> anyway, my loves, you are fucking nailing it. Keep going, keep rolling on, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. Mm-hmm. Josh Swallows Broadway is produced by Alan Seals, Dory Berenstein, and myself, Josh Lehman, with associate producer Elizabeth Wheelis. And special thanks to our Patreon producers, David Rimmer and Josh Harris. You can join them. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Josh Swallows Broadway. Leave a rating. Leave a review. I read them. This is how I continue living. Help me live. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for keeping Broadway alive. And sawala you soon.